man. All right. So we are recording. What episode is this? This is episode eight. Episode man. eight. Episode eight. All right. Eight. Speak between the line podcast. It's your boy Rez. We back in the building. Can you yeah. get See, that's, See, that's what I be no, talking no. about. That's why, that's, that's why it needs to be ordered. That's what I be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's what I be talking Ray, about. J Rock, then A. Like, okay. But see, but then the week before, nah. Last on last episode, we went in order. Rez went first, then it was me, then it was you. Okay, who the nigga talking then? So, <laughs> all right, right, right. <laughs> oh. Speak between the lines. We hear this, your boy King Abe, J Rock. Oh. <laughs> so y'all, they go do it in order now, right? Keep me shit. Fuck it, right? Yo, 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 on the cool though, that nigga J Rock was like, I am not being last. <laughs> But bro, just just say that. Like I have no problem going last, bro. I have no problem, dog. <laughs> I'm a valued member of the team. <laughs> Try to sneak in the J Rock, nigga. Big fuck hey, you, too. I'm always two. <laughs> oh, two. I got you. Oh, oh my like, gosh. <laughs> we not doing that again. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, man. So we back in the building, man. Uh, yes, it's good to be back. Yes, it sound is. great. Um, Sounds much better. Yes, yes, much improved, much improved. Some homework and due diligence. Yeah, it was. Uh, yes, it was. Homework, due diligence, buying shit. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon we, Prime. Yes, sir. You know, we try to make this podcast podcast sound as good as we can for you guys because we know you guys like listening to us. So. And we know they talking shit about us. Yes. Boy, yes. bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good week. Good week. Good week, man. Good week for me. You know what? I I, I had every intention to be on time today, but 18 Just like a nigga. Bro, I had every intention to be here at, at 10. CPT time. I got you. And 18 will have rolled off the motherfucking bridge. And so they, they were trying to get his ass from about the creek. <laughs> <laughs> and shut down two lanes. <laughs> so oh, I was a little man. late, but you know, better late than never, right? Absolutely. Oh, it depends on which party you get invited to. Yeah. Or if you're going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Always be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better, than, better never than late. <laughs> Hey, yo, you, you, you pull that move out on your boss, be like, text him, be like, yo, I'm gonna be about 30 minutes late, 30 minutes hit, you be like, all traffic backed up. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be about another 45 minutes. You know what? I'm not feeling well. Oh my gosh. I'm coming in at noon. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like <right>. one o'clock. <laughs> I'll be there at the lunch break. Like, I'm just not gonna make it. I'm just gonna, I'm just not, man, <laughs> make it up. I, I, I threw up. No, <laughs> like whatever. whatever. I'm, just, I'm just not gonna come in, goddamn. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Good week, Jay. Man, had a great week, man. Man, uh, we don't believe you. I was on, <laughs> I, you I, you I, not sound convincing, my head. I was on time every. Well, most time this week to work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. That's funny. All right, man. So, how about you? Good week. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great week. Trust me. When we get the wins, losses, like great week, dog. Okay. I, I took plenty dubs this week. Right on. So, yeah, man. Okay. Well, I, speaking of which, it's that time boss? again. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. So, um, shit, I can go first. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. You like going before Jay? I mean, you know what, Jay? You go first. You go. You go. You go. Okay. Yeah, I'll go and jump out. So this week, uh, my dub is the microphone. 
you see how he was like, yes. Goddamn right, I'm going to go. Goddamn right. I'm a valued <laughs> member of this team. <laughs> the most important part, MVP, baby. The MVP. <laughs> All right, so microphone. Yeah, so. You sound, you sound great, by the way. Man, it sound fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm glad I had another win because my win was going to be a microphone too, and he would have beat me to that <laughs> shit. So that's why I wanted to go first. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so no, um, we've been working on upgrading equipment for you guys. So I uh, found a pretty good microphone, a great microphone on Amazon. Picked it up for under under a hundred dollars. So definitely excited about that. What that's was what, up, man? Were we working on it, or was this like like a necessity? <laughs> <laughs> shit, that was this is a goddamn necessity because we could lose all this goddamn shit. Man, it was so much. He said I had to upgrade to Amazon Prime because of this, bro. Niggas is coming for these receipts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, got this affiliation. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> oh shit! I love though, but yes, nah, yeah, we we want to give y'all sound, but shit, oh. we, we, we about to have no sound in this motherfucker. <laughs> we gonna have one goddamn mic. It was gonna be Rudy's mic. <laughs> we'll come back to episode trip. one. Oh shit! Not around the iPad. <laughs> Condensers for everyone. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's, Go ahead, what's up, that's what's up, man. Well, you know what? My win was actually watching Black Panther for free. Oh, because niggas was in the movie cutting up, bro. It wasn't black people, but then they, why, why'd you say niggas? I, you know what? It was folks. <laughs> folks was in the movie cutting up, bro. Like for real. Well, niggas mean ignorant. So I mean, oh, white right. people can be niggas. Yeah, yeah. In most yeah. cases, but they uh, just can't say oh, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So they was cutting up, man. I'm talking about laughing and talking during the entire movie. And the thing was, they were laughing and talking about stuff that had absolutely nothing to do with the film. That's the worst. Like, mm. bro, I was, at one point, I looked at them and I was just like, y'all, come on, bro. What are y'all doing? And then they would kind of just chill out. And then some more of their friends would come and then they just turn up again. <laughs> Dog, at one point, I was just like, shush. 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 Boy, I thought this was gonna get real good. Can y'all please shut the fuck up, bro? I should have, dog. But the thing is, when we went and got guest services, they came, they didn't do shit. And what put me over the top was something happened in the film that was good because the theater reacted on it. Mm. Yeah. I missed it because they were talking. Uh-huh. I looked to my wife, I said, What did they say? I missed it. She said, I don't know, I couldn't hear them. I was wow. Like, oh, you couldn't hear them? Okay, this movie is for free. Nigga, I went down to get service. I was like, look, B, some kids was in there in front of us talking. We told them nicely to be quiet. They didn't. We came and got y'all niggas. Y'all didn't do shit. I need y'all to run me my bread back, please. Mm. Run it. Run it all the way back, bro. Tap them pockets, buddy. What, bro? Because I didn't pay all this money to see this movie in IMAX just so people could be in here talking and laughing about stuff that has nothing to do with film. With the film. So y'all niggas... Y'all want that movie pass shit. So y'all can just be like, mm, I'll just see it again. No, I still want that refund. I want that refund. <laughs> <laughs> on the receipt, it said I was charged. So yeah. I'm, I'm, mm, yeah. I'm really going to come up. That's called cash. That's called profit. <laughs> <laughs> but dog, I was, bro, I was so mad. And I remember I was driving home and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? If there was any movie I should have seen on opening weekend, it was it should have been Black yeah, Panther. Been, yeah, because I know Black people were in that movie on some no Riot. nonsense, no nonsense behavior, no no nonsense. If you was in there cutting up on opening oh, weekend, nigga, we getting you to oh, out of here. You, you would have got in the head with a drum or some shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, but 
it was a dope movie. I definitely plan on seeing it again. But like I said, the theater, they were really understandable. They gave us our money back and two free tickets. Winning. Yeah, okay. So. So, okay. That's a, that's a win. So uh, you got another IMAX ticket or just like a regular sign? You know, I mean, yeah. well, it was a, it was you, a you know ticket. You know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a, a blank ticket. I'm going to try to see. I'm going to see if I can use those tickets for, for 3D showing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I can slide in on the 3D or something. But yeah, man, it was all good. That's funny. That's funny. Well, my 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 win. Um, I actually had two wins, but the 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 main one was, you know, uh, President's Day just passed. Yeah, it did. Okay, I, I didn't realize it was President's Day until President's Day. Actually, I think that's probably what like the most underhyped holiday. Oh, yeah. Well, four years ago it was pretty good, but now, uh, okay. touche. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's the weekend and. We see uh, a commercial come on for a mattress firm, and they're like, "Oh, it's a it's a half off sale, or you know, we're gonna give you a king size bed for the size of a, for the price of a queen, a queen size bed for the price of a full, whatever, whatever, right?" So I go online. I'm like, "Yo, you know, we just got to the crib. We need we need you know a guest bed. Um, so we gonna take our bed from the master, put it in the guest. Cool. So we go up in there. We like, all right, what are we spending? We ain't spending no more than seven hundred dollars." Mm. Well, we walk in there. Mm. We see two white guys. We see the black dude. I already know who you are. The go black. To? I, I was gonna go to him. That nigga looked at me. He, I was like, oh, this is done. He walks up to me, right? And the white dude tells him. The white dude was like, hey. So he was like, I guess he figured he was gonna get the sale. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, black, black on black. I get it. I understand. So. He was like, oh, what brings you in? He was like, oh, well, we saw the commercial. You know, we want to, you know, get a mattress and everything like that. And he's like, uh, okay, cool. Let me show you some beds. This nigga took me to the most expensive bed. Of course. Of in course. the goddamn place. Right? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> this nigga, hold up. This shit was called a Clearmont Hybrid Pillow Top Matte King Prime. That's like some shit that's going to hug your ass. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, lay on me. <laughs> it just wrap itself around your ass. This shit just embraces. <laughs> embraces your soul. <laughs> so we we look at the bed. We like, dog, we trying to spend $700. I look at the price tag. That shit was 3000 Oh shit! It was three thousand like seven. Oh, I'm sorry, it's three thousand nine ninety nine. Oh my god, it's three thousand nine ninety nine. So I'm looking at, I'm like, that's a mistake. I I should not. I should not lay on that. (laughs) But he was like, no, 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 go ahead. And he's, you know how you pat the bed to Uh make it more inviting. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, pat the bed. (laughs) And I had to go. I had to go. So I lay on the bed, dog. And like, you ever had anesthesia hit your veins? Yeah, it yeah. felt like that. Oh wow! Like nigga, I almost passed. The, I kicked the shoes off in the middle of the store. Dog, I was, I was done. What? It was yeah. like that. Dog, and the missus, she was like, "Oh my god, babe!" And I, I was like, "Don't, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're putting us in a bad position. We gotta oh, pretend boy. like we don't like it <laughs> for real. <laughs> Have to negotiate. <laughs> Give it, take away all my leverage. So we we lay on the shit, and then he was like, "Yeah, you know, so we can actually get it for the queen size. So that's only thirty four hundred. Nigga, what thirty four hundred dollars? What pesos? <laughs> I was like, nah, I, don't, I really don't. I, I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not ready to weigh my checking and savings set up. So oh, hell no, nah. it was crazy. So he and this is how I know this dude's a good salesman. So he checks, he checks the the ring on the missus, right? Mm. He said, hey, can I see that? And she's like, yeah. 
He said, I just bought my fiance that same ring. Oh. And so I'm like, no, he didn't. And he can say he didn't get to you, he's gonna get to the wife. Dog. So he pulls up, he pulls open his phone. No bullshit. He actually had it's the same ring. Oh so wow. I was That's like, mm. so I tried Damn. to yeah, oh my god. So I was like, okay, I just took an L. So I tried to change subjects. I was like, you know what? You're pretty good at sales, man. You ever thought about working for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> the network marketing coming yeah, in. I, I, I try to, I try to segue off. I was like, you know, I may not be buying this bed, but I'm gonna give an opportunity. There right? you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> yo, he was like, well, what, what, what company uh, do you work for? I said, well, we we work with a company called Legal Shield. We give access to law firms across the country. He was yeah. like. I actually work with Legal Shield. Oh, <laughs> you thought you had a new recruit. <laughs> Y'all, no commission. Duh. And I was like, bullshit. And this nigga pulls out his license. Who carries the license with him? I was like, bro. Oh my I was gosh. Like, Are you serious? So I was, so now I'm cornered because I was like, okay, he's, Yeah, you in he, a box. He's, as a black dude, I just watched Black Panther. Um I'm, I want to support. He's in Legal Shield. You know, you know what happened last time you tried to do some shit like that with yeah. the damn cookies? <laughs> <laughs> How many times you gonna let Black Panther get your ass? Oh, right? <laughs> Black Panther's gonna be L for you. <laughs> so the dude was like, he was like, well, we can, we can, uh, we can finance it. And Ooh. you know, you dog, you know, I wish I could have been there. For oh that. my god, Man, I was, I was, I was like, wall. I was like, bro, my philosophy, I can't, I can't, I can't, I hate, I hate that. And he was like, well, no, there's no finance charge to it. I said, why would you finance me? And there's no finance charge. Right. He was like, well, we actually pay the finance charge to you, so there is a charge, but we cover it for you, and then you just pay it uh, throughout sixty months. I was like, nigga, that's five years. <laughs> <laughs> right so that's a car against my like and i heard dave ramsey in my head he was like no no nigga no <laughs> and he's the only person i would probably get away with that but he was like no do not finance this shit i was like and i looked at the bed again i was like all right let's see what happens wow <laughs> Yo. oh, okay so is, is the bed here no 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 so hold on let's mm. let's get to the point hold on so let's get to the dub so he ran my financing and I checked my, you know how you go to Credit Karma? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I went to Credit Karma because I was like, well, shit, I'm in the sevens. I'm good. I go to Credit Karma. I'm not in the sevens no more. I dropped to the sixes. And so I was like, the fuck? And then I looked and, you know, remember when ADT suckered me into that whole oh, $2,000? Yeah. Well, the card that was on it, uh, when it was hitting me for 600 a month, it was the credit card. It wasn't the debit card. So oh. the balance went up. The score went down, uh-huh. right? So he runs my stuff. He's like, oh, well, you only got approved for 1200 And I was like, oh, well, that's good for me. That, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's my out. I'm good. Yeah. He was like, well, no, let me see what I can do. Because he was in this contest to try to get to you know Hawaii and all that. So long story short, this fool says, man, we ain't really trying to make no profit. Let me talk to the manager real quick because he's an assistant manager. So he, he pulls the manager off. He's like, look, man, I want to really hook them up with this bed. We ain't really trying to make no money off this. Like, we just trying to compete for the contest, right? He's like, yeah. He said, is it okay if I do this? He said, yeah. He comes back. He says, look, man, I have the same bed on clearance and I can get it to you. Now, the thing with clearance is people will buy the bed. They'll usually sleep on it for like a week or two. Uh, and then they'll call us back and say, hey, I don't want it. And then they'll do a five-point restoration. Or fuck on it. Or goose or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah something exactly like that. Back. 
Right. So they'll do like a five point restoration. They'll clean it up and everything like that. And then it goes on clearance. Once it goes on clearance, they can't sell it for the same price. I said, make your point. Mm. He was like, I'm willing to give you this king size bed for $1,200. I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, $1,200. I said, can I get that in writing? <laughs> he said, "He said the only catch is um, I can't give it to you right now because we have to wait for one to come in. But that's pretty frequent, right? Mm-hmm. So he writes up the contract and in it, it literally says, you say sleep happy. You save two thousand eight hundred fifty nine dollars and sixty cents wow. off this bed. Guaranteed sale. Yo, double you. That's what's up, man. I was like, nigga, what? Dog, I can knock that out in one payment. That's what's up. Wow. So the moral of the story is sometimes having good credit ain't good for you. Because if I would have had my seven, whatever that was, they would have charged me the whole three. Oh, I would have got hit for the whole three thousand. <laughs> oh, so no matter what happened, he was buying this bed regardless. That's yeah, what yeah, like. yeah, the way that <laughs> no, no, he's trying to segue off of that real. No, nah, bro, like it, it literally grabs your soul, bro. Like it's crazy. Where did you go? Uh, mattress firm. So I, I want to check this bed out. I was when when, he, when Rock said was it here, and if he would have said <laughs> right, yeah, I was like, hey, we gonna cut off this podcast real you quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not dirty. I, I took a, I took a bath before I came. You know what I'm saying? I'd be good. Oh, just man. sit on it real quick. <laughs> I took a bath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a win, though, dude. Yeah, that that's was a huge win. That was a W. And then just on a lightweight win, um, I canceled a credit card uh, this week, and the only reason I found out about it was because of Mattress Firm. Because mm. Mattress Firm, well, when they ran it, I checked the credit card, and fifty dollars popped up on this card. I ain't used this card in like a year. I said, like, oh. "The hell." So I thought somebody stole my shit. I thought they stole my identity or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I called them. They were like, "Oh no, that's our annual service fee." I was like, no, I ain't used this card in a year. Cancel that shit. Right. And so, you know, they transfer you to customer service. It's like, well, you know, if you if you keep it, we can, you know, credit you $30, so we'll only take 20 I was like, no, cancel that shit. I'm trying to get out of debt. Yeah. So he said, all right. He cancels my shit. I forgot this is the first credit card I had ever used. So it was a secure credit card. So I had to put $200 down on it. Well, because I put the $200 down and I canceled it, they sent me a check for $200. Oh, that's nice. So, so really, this bed only cost you a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, if you think about it. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Good. That's a good point. Yeah, touche. Boy, you're a sharp one. So hey, yeah, math classes man to help out. Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool, man. That's what's up. Um, real quick, I want to. I want to kind of just bounce back to uh, Black Panther real quick. Bounce back and bounce back. Kinda, I know y'all did a whole review on it you said that Wakanda? I missed. Did you say Kanda or Wakanda? No, I said I know y'all. I said Kanda. Oh no, my, no, no, we didn't Kanda. We did. No, my my ears are wired for Wakanda. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh well, yeah. So I, I know y'all did a review on it that I missed, but I don't want to hop on fire. it too much. We bodied that whole too. Yeah, yeah. If y'all hadn't heard it, definitely go back and listen to it. Um, I just want to give my my quick thoughts on it because I said I don't want to harp on it too much because y'all I did would love review. to hear this though. Um. Just really like two or three things that y'all may not even may or may not even agree with. So one is I feel like Wakanda is an example of if black people were to pull all their resources together and actually work together mm-hmm. and not try to beat each other down or compete against one another. I mm. feel like we can have something like Wakanda. Well said. Like mm-hmm. Black Wall Street. Exactly. Like yep. Black Wall Street. Like that was. I, I want to say... At least to me, that's that's what I saw. Because I know in the, the end of the movie, he was 
about giving his resources away, right. which, you know, which I kind of got my thoughts on that. But I really feel like that. I was like, I was watching the movie. And I was like, man, yeah, if, if we could do that, if we could work together, then we could have our own Black Wall Street. Right. You know what I mean? Right. My second point is I fucks with Killmonger. Heavy. Yes. Heavy. Hell yeah. I fucks with Killmonger. Heavy. I think his approach. Was, I think his pro- approach was wrong though, about what he well, was he, trying he, to do. He did kind of stab. Uh, what was his name? Uh, in the chest, the purple old boy that betrayed his father. He did kind of stab the dude. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm talking about as far as he did kind of. Uh, what was that? Uh, hold on. What was that? Dave Chappelle skit. <laughs> he was like Wayne Black Brady. <laughs> Remember Wayne Brady he was like, does Wayne Brady have to choke a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no. Killmonger kind of yeah, lifted yeah. that bitch like, yeah, yeah. yo. I was like, don't worry, it'll be fine. Bro, like, he, when he did that shit, I was like, that chick is dead. This is a real ass nigga. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This I was nigga like, was not, he was falling on bullshit. I was like, is Disney okay with this? Did they know? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But man, so I, I thought his approach was wrong from the standpoint of how he was trying to Yes, free the oppressors in right. a sense. Right. I understand his position because he's coming from a position of oppression. But what he should have done, at least in my opinion, is what they did at the end of the movie. What uh, Takala did at the end of the movie, where he started, uh-huh. he went to Oakland and started buying yeah the projects and yeah, saying, the projects. The project is the beacon. Yeah, in yep. the ghetto. I like that. Man. Exactly. That was nice. Exactly. That's that was what, well done. That's what I feel like. That's the approach they should have went with. Right. Bob, all these popular black cities or whatever, black towns, black countries or whatever, yep. and make them self-sufficient. Yep. And maybe even run off their own Wakandan currency. That's how I feel that like you topple. Fire. That's how I feel like you topple yeah. a regime or a government or something like that. You Agreed. know what I'm saying? Not with necessarily violence. Because let me let me ask y'all this, because y'all may know better than I do. The weapons that he was trying to send off, yep. the weapons had power, right? Hell yeah. But yeah. My, my thing is- They have value too. But my thing is, if I hold the weapon, does that we- does that power transfer to me? Uh, no, it's like a gun. Like it's just I shoot it's a tool and it blows up, so I can overthrow. It's like anarchy. Like I'm creating anarchy. I'm right. going to like police ain't coming here because what I'm packing, they not ready for. But you're talking about we're not talking, we're not talking about police. We're talking about government and people who have power. Right. Weapons. So, um, like in in the scene where they're packing up their crate, okay. he took out. A spear. He's like, it's a spear that has the power to absorb and shoot sonic blasts. Is weaponry that no one in the world has. Right. Is more advanced than anything else. We got cloaks that has shields on it. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, what are you gonna do to that? Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't do anything to us. Like, like if you want to rob something, you are gonna rob it. If you want to blow something up, you you can blow blow something up. If yeah. you want to sell it, because he said we got a thousand of these things, mm-hmm. you can literally sell it. Make money and then still blow shit up. Gotcha. Like they were gonna overthrow the government. And so, like a counterpoint to, um, I was talking to somebody and they're like, "Well, I didn't like the fact that black people were fighting black people in this movie." Okay. But have they not seen Chicago? But the thing about it, we were so advanced, no one else was a threat to us. Right. So mm. that's how advanced the weapons are. That no one else is a threat. <laughs> right. So that's what the whole point is like. With the whole nuclear race, you know, because America had nukes and nobody could challenge us, and then other people started developing it that way they could challenge us. Mm-hmm. So that's what that part was for me, anyway. I got you. I got you. So, yeah, like I said, I, I fucks with him, but I think 
his approach was wrong. And my last point is, I think that Wakanda, their approach to provide aid to the UN off bat, I think they did it too quickly. I, I, w- I wouldn't have done it to the UN that quick. I wouldn't have. Nah, I was watching. I was like, nah, that's too quick. Like, give give black people. I would have I gave the hood it first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's, what he started to do, you know, mm-hmm. when, with Oakland and all that stuff. Like, give it, give it to your people first. Before going to the UN, because then, then that stupid question that the UN dude asked, oh, God, I wanted him to shit on him so bad. What do what resources do you have to give to us? Yeah, and if you establish the neighborhoods all across the world, uh, or at least it starting in America and then going on to the world, that UN question doesn't happen. Exactly, because now you know. Oh, that's a Wakanda resource base. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Please, please share. Please share exactly. Because you give away your leverage. Because you yeah. have leverage yeah. over the entire world. And when you go to that. the United Nations and say, this is what we have to offer, you're giving up your leverage. Right. I think the only, I think the message behind that was just strictly like unity helping the world. Yeah, yeah. Unity. And okay, well, we're all in this together. Right. Black, white, whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the message. So maybe in a real world sense, yeah, we'll, we'll pump the brakes. But from a movie, they got to wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just fast forward to this. I got scene. you. I got you. That's what's up. But I mean, all in all, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a dope movie. The I would say the his sister was probably my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. Like, I loved her to death. Yeah, she was fire. Do you know what I call them? Sneakers. <laughs> Sneakers. That that line. That was, yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. It yo. was probably her, and then Killmonger was probably my second favorite character, bro. My, oh, absolutely. My favorite character is still Umbaku. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. mm. he he is still my favorite character. Like the whole that whole scene with the whole with the um, you cannot speak here. Say one more word, and I will feed you to my children. And that nigga was like, yeah, "What fear?" I'm I'm kidding. We're vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> like, that one line, like every, everything about him, dude. The you know, like. <sighs> Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> Are you done? Like, it was perfect. I love I love Mbaka. The only thing I don't like about him is like, man, stop playing. You know, we know you're gonna help. You know, you're like, oh yeah. We will yeah. not help. Okay, of course. We know. Yeah. That yeah, that's that's the that's the save save the the people line, yeah. right? We're not gonna help it, then they come back later yeah. and yeah. end up helping out. So I will say this though. I watched it again last night, me and the missus. I have to renege on my initial ranking of that movie. I figured you would. Yeah. I was waiting on it. So I literally cried four times last night in that movie. There was four different scenes that really got me. So uh, I know the ending scene with Killmonger is obviously going to be one. Yeah. Uh, the scene with his father, the first time he met his father. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah uh, and like the tear dropped. Yeah. And he was like, stand up. You are a king. Like. Mm-hmm. For some, again, I feel like that line was meant for us as a population, not just him telling him as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the scene where he was with For- Forrest Whitaker and he asked him to tell him the truth. And he said he couldn't tell him the truth. He said, the king made me promise. He was like, I am your king now. That that scene was just so powerful. Like, mm-hmm. like it's just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for dialogue. And I'm right. a sucker for good performances. When I think about Black Panther, I don't think of anything CGI. I could care less about the CGI. And I think that's a staple of a good movie. If I have to think about CGI first, that means you've probably fucked up. 
Because mm, that's then, a good point. Then you're thinking like Transformers and trash movies like that. Um, but um, I would probably I'm gonna say it. Yeah, uh, Black Panther is the best Marvel movie I've ever seen. Oh, because because you said that I, I had it, at, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought so. Yeah. I had it at five. I had it, I had Civil War. No, I had Winter Soldier, Civil War, uh, Avengers, Iron Man one, and then Black Panther. But when I really sat back and thought about it. I've never had that type of emotion come out of me mm-hmm. in any of those movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna put it up there. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I obviously, the uh, Black Panther was my number one. Uh, if I take the emotion out of it, then it's number two. It's still an amazing movie. Yeah. But for the emotion, for the culture, uh, what it does, just not only as black people, but as people as in general, what it does for women, how yeah, women are in the forefront. As they're the most powerful warriors, second only to Black Panther, it has to be number one. Yeah, yeah. This man, this movie, this movie did a lot. Even though those kids almost fucked it up for me, it was really good. It was a really good movie. <laughs> so, it was dope. Definitely don't see it again. I got my, uh, I started my Black Panther workout exercise plan. I did diet see you plan. on Facebook talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna be one of them niggas in the movie come Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick question for y'all. Yeah. If y'all had to set up shop in one place, what would it be? Zamunda or Wakanda? Wakanda. Wakanda. Is that a question? Wakanda. Yeah. Because I heard people say Zamunda. Nah, Wakanda. Yeah? Yeah. Wakanda, absolutely. Yeah? yeah. You got more technology? Yep. Pride, technology. Ain't no elephants running through your fucking bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> On the rhinos. Be like, Bobo? <laughs> <laughs> Man, but yeah, it was good. That's what's up. That's what's up. So what are we getting into, y'all? Shit. Uh, well, I was something else I was thinking about. Uh, I kind of want to just bounce off of y'all real quick. It was a quote that I was reading from uh, Kevin Hart's book. I can't make this up. Right, life lessons of Kevin Hart. It's it's his biography on his life. And if you guys haven't read it, it's a good read. Um, and that's coming from somebody that don't even read biographies. Like I think they're they're boring. But I'm starting to get into them more. Like I read Kevin Hart's. I read Charlemagne's book, mm. Black Privilege, which was they're two dope books. But I want to kind of hit y'all with this quote real quick that I got. Maybe we kind of discuss it. Okay. So the quote is, it's easy to complain about your life, how tough it is, how stressful it is, how unfair it is, how everyone else has it much better. But if you step into the life of someone you envy for just a day, you discover that everyone has their own problems and they're usually worse than yours. That's because your problems are specifically designed for you with a specific purpose of helping you grow. Mm. All right, give that to me one more time. You want it That's again? fire. Yeah, give that to me one more again. <laughs> All right. So it's easy to complain about your life, how tough it is, how stressful it is, how unfair it is, how everyone else has it much better. But if you step into the life of someone you envy for just a day, you'll discover that everyone has their own problems, and they're usually worse than yours. That's because your problems are designed specifically for you with the specific purpose of helping you grow. Okay, I want J-Rock to respond to that, but pump the brakes. Did you just do that off memory? Because you're not looking at anything. Nah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I should do it again. It's like, wow. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Low-key, Rock was trying to challenge me all day. He was like, let me see if you can do this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's literally my that's my favorite quote in the book. And so like, I, I read it and I, I, I internalize what wow. it means. So yeah, I just got read it so much to where I remember it. Okay, yeah. Rock, go ahead. Wow, that, that, that that's, uh, I really like that quote because it's, uh, I agree with it. Um, cause when you, when you look at anything that you've gone through, uh, whether it's financial relationships, 
whatever the case may be, that's that's a test that you have to learn from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you look at people who are successful, you're not looking at their story. You're looking at their success. Um, you know. Okay, really? Is that what we're doing? Uh, <laughs> so look at it from a church perspective. Um, one thing uh, my pastor used to always say is, uh, with a testimony, you, you don't know what my test is. You're just looking at the outcome. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, with anybody who's done anything, they've, like, let's take uh, Steve Harvey, for example. You know, he's wildly successful now, but he was homeless. He used to live in his car. You know, mm. he worked dead-end jobs. You know, pe- people don't look at, you know, the struggles that you went through beforehand. They don't look at what the outcome is. That goes back to uh, when we're talking about broken homes. And, I was at, and you said that you take a sense of pride that you taught yourself, that you don't blame others. You put the focus on yourself because that's part of your test, that's part of your past that helps develop you. So, you know, I, I definitely agree with that because if you put yourself in somebody else's situations, you don't have the same work ethic as somebody who's been employed a couple of times. You don't have the same work ethic as somebody that's been laid off, somebody who's been fired. Mm-hmm. You don't have that same experience. So you can't handle the success that they had because I agree with that. Everything that you go through is tailor-made for you. Uh, this, you know, the scripture says that God's not going to put more on you than what you can bear. Right. That's So everything that you have is based on what you can bear. You can't bear somebody else's problems, so you can't look at what somebody else has in life and say, well, I need to get that. Well, you need to see, well, the things I'm going through, am I learning from them? Mm-hmm. Am I evolving from them? If you're going through the same problems, that means that you're not learning from anything. You're not evolving as a person, so you're never going to get to the level of success that you want because you're not learning. Right. So whenever I hear that, that's what really rings true for me with that. That's real. That was a great breakdown, actually. That, that was, was, that was a really, really good breakdown. And that's my first time hearing that quote. I wasn't prepared for it this time like I was in episode one. <laughs> 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 that is dope. You know, yeah, man. You know what? I, I love everything you just said. And one thing I, I want to say, too, is because we can get so wrapped up in other people's life that we start to negate our own accomplishments. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We start to de- de- discredit our own accomplishments. And, you know, because there's so much, people post all this great stuff about what's going on in their, in their life on social media. Right. Like, only the perfect stuff is going on in their life. But you don't see, like what Rock said, you don't see what people are doing on the back end. You right. don't see what people have gone through to get to certain points in their life. And it's like, you can see that so much because I've even had to catch. Uh, myself a few times where I can see everybody, well not everybody, but certain people on social media or on Facebook or on uh, uh, TV and all that stuff, and they have all these, this, these, this life or all this stuff and this this lavish life, and it's like, wow, what am I, what am I doing wrong? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. you can start thinking that, and like what what Rock said, I mean, he said it perfectly. Like, look at your own life and see, okay, what do I need to be doing? What challenges am I going through right now that need to get me to my next level? Because the only race that matters is the race that you're running for yourself. You know Correct. what I'm saying? I can't worry about my race. I can't worry about Rez's race. I can't worry about J-Rock's race. I can worry, I can only worry and control mine. So, right. Yeah, Rock made some good points with that. No, I, I 100% concur. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where I think we just got to get back to loving your own life. 
and not trying to live through somebody else's accomplishments or live through somebody else. Like like you said on Facebook, it, it's kind of hard when you try to judge your everyday life by somebody's highlights. Yes. Like, because mm-hmm. most people on Facebook, they only put the good stuff on there. So you're literally watching a highlight reel of their life. Like, they're not flying everywhere every day. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not on vacation 365. Like, they, they don't, like, they don't come up every day. Like, there's a lot of legwork, a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes on before they can accomplish that. Mm-hmm. But it's good because you want to, you want to share positive things in your life because you can be an inspiration to other people. It, but it can also be bad because they can take that the wrong way and start, like you said, judging their accomplishments by what you're doing. Right. And then they, they, it's not, they're not finishing their race. They literally are coming to a standstill to watch you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I think J-Rock kind of nailed that on the head just off rip. I don't, I don't know if it's too much to really add to that because, you know, God does prepare us for what we go through. Um, I honestly, I can't handle this, this shit that you go through on a de- everyday basis. Mm-hmm. And, I can't imagine what you have, what kind of mindset you have to get into to prepare for that. You know, like God, I'm not ready for certain things. Like, like there's a reason I haven't had a child yet is is I'm not ready. Like, I feel like God is going to, to put me in that position when I'm mentally ready and capable. Right. You know, cause I mean, I know plenty of people, you know, went on vacation with, with they misses, they popped up and they were like, oops. And then nine months later, they had a kid, but they yeah. were ready. Right. Even though they thought they weren't ready, like God knew, hey, you're ready for parenthood or you're ready for, you know, to purchase a house or you're ready to buy this type of car. You're ready to, you know, uh, invest in this type of stock or whatever it is you're doing. Um, man, that, that's that's just a deep quote. That's, that's a, And you said it's from K-Hart? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's from Kevin Hart's book. Yeah, no, I... Matt, wow. That was, I, I really, <laughs> I really, really like that quote. And um, something that you said, like both you guys brought up social media. Right. And you're 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 both a hundred percent right that it, it is a snapshot. Is of you know, you look at a vacation that somebody took and they go to, let's say California, they go out of the country, but you don't look that they saved up for the past two years to get there. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. right. You don't see the sacrifices that they make because nobody puts the sacrifice because sacrifices aren't pretty. They're not glamorous. They're not what they're not what the world wants to see. They only want to see the victory. So, no, I definitely I, I really like that because you never see the sacrifice. Like if you're listening, look at income. You know, are you willing to sacrifice the four years somebody went to school to get a six figure income? You're just looking at the income now. You're not looking at what it took to get there. Hmm. Yeah. Shit. The income going to school. Hell. Even if even building a business. Like. Yeah. Like what? What? What are you really willing to do? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's cool to see stuff. It's it's cool to see people's accomplishments and and to want that. But what are you really willing to do to work to try to get it? Like and through your own life, through your own through your own journey, and whatever you're trying to go through and get through, and the challenges and the obstacles that you're going to go through. Like, are you are you willing to go through the obstacles that are Set in front of you to get the lifestyle that that you want. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, man, I try to, I try to, I try to keep that quote. Like I said, I mean, y'all, y'all kind of joke, but yeah, I, I try to keep that quote in my mind because it it checks me. 
because I'm on social media a lot because that's what I do. So like, I mean, that's, that's what I do for you know my business. So I see everybody's accomplishments. Yeah, people posting stuff on Instagram and all this other stuff. So like in a sense, I use that quote to to check me to keep your level. Yeah, to check myself. You know what I mean? Because you can you can in a sense. Like see all that it can be overpowering and overwhelming, and you can a sense become depressed off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you can really start questioning your own life. So, you know what? Um, I was I had a I had to look the quote up again just to make sure I was getting the depth of it. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm visual. Um, when I look like when I look at something, I retain it a lot better. So. One of the things that he said that I, I, I didn't really think much about is uh, he talks about stepping into the life of someone you envy for just a day. So let's just think about people that are really, really successful. And we, we are pretending like, hey, we really want to be that person. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. You may not be equipped to handle the problems they, that they have. So, for example, maybe they have the house you ha- uh, that you've always wanted or the car that you always wanted or maybe just a social um um, acceptance as far as like popularity because popularity people want to be loved right yeah people want to be cherished well think about like a celebrity that you know it could be anybody I don't know Bruno Mars whoever right hmm. that fool can't go outside mm. he can't go anywhere yeah he yeah. would get mobbed you got to have protection like so you know we envy some of these people like like I know people that that are dancers or singers and they, they want to be him Right. But if they really took time to think about like, okay, well, this dude has a schedule he has to follow religiously. Mm -hmm. Like that's a sacrifice. If he goes outside, like he can't go to the grocery store and just go buy something. That's gone. Right. So are you willing to take on that type of sacrifice? Because some people ain't ready for that. It might be people that are after you are strictly around you just for your money, just for your success, just for. Uh, the rub off of credentials like oh well I'm with this person so that means I'm bigger so they're not even for you they're just trying to be around your, you to get some shine yeah, to mm-hmm. elevate themselves so yeah I envy this person but if I was this person I might be around nothing but fakeness uh, but we yeah. don't think about that stuff and that might be a problem we just not really ready to handle right so yeah I, th- I mean there's a lot of light you can actually pull out of this um, but I mean, I don't want to deep dive too bad into it, but yeah, that's that's dope. That's a dope quote. Yeah, like man, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you did that. <laughs> well, you you brought a gem today. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to keep keep y'all coming with with fire quotes, but like I said, that's that's one I I constantly think about. So, hmm. no, I, absolutely, I think it's something that we all should you know think about whenever you start to get envious of what somebody else has. You know, look back and say, well, what can I do to improve myself? And um, that's one thing that my brother told me when he decided to go into his career is, you know, because he, he does art, but he loves technicals. He loves computers. Right. And he said, well, I looked at where I'm at now with art, and I looked at how far I had to go to get to my goal. Then I did the same thing with technology. And with technology, it was a the, the the on the gap between now where I want to go was something I was willing to do. 
So you had to know what you're willing to do for yourself, for your own goals, and for your own life mm-hmm. to know how far you're willing to go. Because right. it's easy to say, well, I want to be a millionaire. Well, look at where you're at right now. It's like, what will I have to do to get there? Right. And are you willing to make that step every day to get to that goal? Yeah. So I love it. One last thing on that. Um, this just hit me. Uh, that last sentence, it says, because your problems are designed specifically for you with the specific purpose of helping you grow. I don't know if, if we as a society have really accepted that, that our problems are actually there to help us. Mm-hmm. I don't think we, I think we look at it more as like uh, a nuisance or like, I just don't want to deal with this. I'm tired of my own problems, but that's literally the seed. That's, that's what's going to build the character to get you to what you really need to be. Uh, there's that saying, what is it? Um, um, a millionaire isn't a millionaire when they actually get the money. They become the millionaire, the person that's able to attract or obtain that type of money well before they actually get the payout. There you go. You, yeah. have, you have to become one internally. Well, that's the same thing about your problems. Like, I want to be a good father. You know, I'm tired of this kid crying, right? But mm-hmm. you have to go through that so you can be the good father. Like, that is true. It's a, I, I just don't know if we as a as a society have I don't think we look at problems the right way mm. you know we just kind of want to get rid of them as quickly as possible yeah and, and sometimes that causes more problems because we take it a cheap way out <laughs> yeah absolutely and like going back to what we're talking about with fatherhood people learn through pain and consequences mm. problems yep. gives you pain and consequences they're there for you to learn from it good point so instead of just trying to avoid it that means you're going to keep on running to the same pain until you learn how to evolve from it. So You know, it's funny. I was at church. Um, hey, man. And they kind of... Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I was at church and, and pastor said that uh, he was talking about, um, you know, seeds and planting. And he says, what's one thing that every seed has to go through to, to grow? Dirt. Right. So life is going to throw some dirt on you. Mm-hmm. You want the dirt. What's what else gonna happen? The rain. The rain's gonna hit you. You want the rain. Mm. He's like every. Uh, he says when when farmers do their their planting and everything like that, they throw manure on it. So some shit is gonna hit you. Right. Ooh, hope it don't smell too bad. And, <laughs> and and when the shit hits you, you need to know that that's there to nourish you and strengthen you. Like they put manure on seeds on purpose. Mm-hmm. It ain't like just shit just fell on you. It's just like ah. <laughs> Messed up. <laughs> like, no. Like, no, you need the shit. So, so sometimes, hey, sometimes God's gonna hit you with the shit. So you be like, hey, look, man, I, I know it stinks, but look, you're gonna grow through this. You're gonna you're gonna become a tree. But yeah, right now you ain't ready. Right. Let me let me warm your spot up a little bit. <laughs> drop, drop some shit on you real quick. Oh man. That's funny. All right, move on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. What we on to now? What, Jay? You had something you wanted to chop? Oh, you good? Uh, no, I don't got nothing right now. So if I if I get something, I'll go ahead and interject in a minute. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. That nigga said I ain't got nothing. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, well, I guess um, I can get into this because this this was kind of um recent. So I've been I've been kind of going through uh some. Hmm. I don't want to say this. I've been going through some some. I don't want to say arguments debates confrontation it's it's a it's it's a word i'm not pc right now also oh, we're going back to some shit that's that's coming your way that's no no it's done it's <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> what a segue no we out oh, we out <laughs> <laughs> we all the way out <laughs> but um 
No, so I had I had an issue. I had a personal issue come up where um, I had to have a, a strong conversation uh, with some folks that were close to me. Mm. And it's funny how God works things out because one of the person uh, people, I've known them for years, long time, like at least four, four or five years. And I was on the verge of losing this relationship with this person um, because I was upset at the fact that they were upset because I felt like I was being very truthful in what I was discussing with them and letting them know what my point of view was, but they were upset that I was even sharing it. It's almost like when someone tells you the truth, but you get mad at them for telling the truth you because you'd rather live the lie. Yeah. Yeah. I know it, what you mean. But how did you present the truth? It's a question. The same way I was presented to y'all. Okay, that bad. Okay, I understand. I understand why they're upset. I get it. I got you. I got you. Oh, yeah, hold on. Wait, we, we talking about this on the podcast like this? Huh? Shit, all right. <laughs> Let's go. I didn't, I didn't know this is where we was going. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we ain't going to. I was trying to figure out where this story was going. When you said that, I was like, oh, shit, hold on. What kind of shit we finna get into? <laughs> Podcast war? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. No, As to why we got all this new equipment. <laughs> up chill, out, chill out. 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 Oh, this is like what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> okay. Uh, just ride with me. Just ride with me. But no. Um. So anyway. I have to. <laughs> so anyway um so yeah I, I wanted to have this discussion with this one person and so i text them now they ignored my text right so mm-hmm. week goes by we we everything kind of comes to a head and i was like you know what i really need to have this conversation because i don't want us to end on bad terms because i've known this person for years and i feel like this relationship is about to tank right right so i was a little restless i read the bible um the night before to try to calm down that worked for like eight hours then i woke up wow <laughs> so it just worked because you were asleep not because you read the bible yeah i mean <laughs> basically <laughs> but it's segue isn't it kind of weird though you start reading the bible and you immediately get sleepy i think that's the devil that's crazy that's the devil yeah because i was in psalms 93 and i was like man this is really <laughs> 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 out of there I don't know what that is dog. but um, no so I woke up and I, I was like hot again I was like okay let, let, let's, I'm with the shits let's, let's go ahead and get this thing done so I call they don't pick up right and yeah. I was like the hell so I call again they don't pick up and I was like alright I ain't calling them all right we get to work and for whatever reason we have this team meeting and this team meeting has some personal development in it Okay, that's what's up. Which is rare. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to read a little bit of it. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want to read a little bit of it because what ended up happening was what was said ended up saving the relationship. So uh, it was on listening uh, actively. And I don't know what uh, book it came from because he just gave us like the printout section mm-hmm. of the chapter. So yeah. uh, forgive me for not giving credit to this gentleman or young lady, whoever wrote this. So it says, listen actively. Too often negotiations proceed as follows. Party A sets out his opening position. Party B is so focused on figuring out what he will say that he doesn't really listen. 
when party B's turn comes to lay out his position, party A thinks, oh, he didn't respond to what I said. He must not have heard me. I better repeat it. Then party P, uh, party B conclude. I want to say Cardi B so bad. <laughs> I, when, you, when you say that, I'm hearing Cardi B. Yeah. I just didn't want to say anything. Yeah. Run the moves. Yeah. Run the moves. All right. Then Cardi B concludes <laughs> that she too has not been properly heard. So she repeats her position and it goes on and on in a dialogue of the yeah. deaf. That's what it's called. The dialogue of the deaf. Everything has been said before, says the character in a novel by Andre Guide. But since nobody listens, we have to keep going back and uh, back and forth, beginning all over again. Mm-hmm. You have an opportunity to interrupt the chorus of monologues if you're willing to be the first person to listen. Yeah. What do you think? I, oh, my gosh, bro. I, I've gotten into arguments like that to where it's like it's like one of those things where, like, you know, like in the earlier in the in the argument or the discussion, like, you know, you're both upset. But then you go to reconcile it another day or later on. You call it, you already have in your mind what you're going to say. Right. And so your whole objective is just to say what what you're going to say. Right. Right. And just like the example that you gave, that person might have exactly what they want to say. But nobody's necessarily listening to each other. They just want to get their point across. So I'm saying one thing and they looking at me, but they're saying this other thing because they have this this narrative that they already have played out in their mind of how the conversation is going to go based off what they already have set in their mind are going to tell you. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I yeah. mean? And so like the thing, like your, your, your example. Shit. Yeah. Like your example says, like that gets the conversation nowhere. Right. That gets the conversation nowhere, bro. So, I mean, I've, me personally through that, I've kind of learned to just try to listen first mm-hmm. just to see where the other person's, coming from right not that what i want to say or my feelings or thoughts are not important because they are right you know what i mean but at least when you come from a position of listening who you listening and hearing what that person says what you want to say or the questions that you have actually may get answered uh-huh. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. what you said in that example it makes it makes perfect sense bro because you go in a circle if if you if you are just talking back and forth at each other, you go in a circle and there's no resolve. See me, I'm all about solution resolving situations. I don't really like holding grudges. Like right. if I can solve something or if something can be solved right then and there or as soon as possible, I would rather do that. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, dude, like that. Just going back and forth, like that gets you nowhere, bro. Why you made that face, Jay? <laughs> Why you make that face? Okay, so I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the backstory. All right, so this nigga, right? No, so um, I, I agree with that. Um, what's crazy? Uh, I was watching some on uh, on YouTube. Um, it was a channel called Christmas uh, Christmas on Command, and the title of the video is "How to End the Argument." Mm. Wait, what on demand? Uh, charisma on command. Oh, I th- okay. I thought you oh, said Christmas. Christmas. I thought command. you said Christmas too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> charisma, charisma on, on demand. demand. Oh, command. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Man, we fucked that all. Yeah, up. we did. <laughs> charisma on command. All right. Got shoot, it. shoot. All right. So, title video again is how to an argument. It basically goes back to what that topic was saying is uh, two people arguing. This is 
I want to get my point across, then the other person just keeps on going back and forth. Okay, you didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. And in the video, it's like the best way to end an argument is whatever the initial point you make, you listen to the other person's uh, argument, whatever their, their counter-argument is, you start with, I understand where you're coming from, and you list their points. Yep. So that yeah, way- Yeah, that's exactly it. That way, they know that, okay, this person heard me. He listed off what my arguments are, and then they're more likely to move forward. So mm-hmm. in the example that he was giving, it was uh, based upon emotion. So it's like, I understand why you feel this way. This is where I'm coming from, or this is what I can do to alleviate some of your concerns. So not just argue point by point, but whatever you're trying to get out of the argument, you address it through their points. Yeah. So yeah. that was like, oh. That's dope. It makes it feel, well, I don't want to say it makes the other person feel like you're listening because you are, but you are framing into a way where they're getting a win out of it as well. It's not just arguing, well, my side is right, your side is wrong. Is how can we move it together where both sides can be right? Right. And essentially what, what Rock is saying, you're, you're actually breaking down a wall too because most people, when they come to an argument, both defenses are up. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's going over the, the wall is their side of the argument. Yep. But when you take what Rock says, like, look, I understand where you're coming from. I hear you out. You make that other person feel like, okay, well, yeah, they actually are listening. And their their wall may come down. And they yeah. may be more receptive to what you have to say just because you are respecting, understanding, and comprehending what they're telling you or what they're bringing to the argument. That was a really great analogy because I could picture all of that happening as you were describing. I was like, yep, wall's up. Yep, they're lobbing over the grenades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blow this fucking wall down. <laughs> and then, no, I was like, oh yeah, they heard me. Okay, that wall's coming down. That makes a lot of sense. And um, to go on, it, it does go on to say, uh, give your opponent a hearing. So it says, listening to someone may be the cheapest concession you ever make in an argument. Now, that that's whether you're negotiating, like if it's something else outside, like money financially, or it's personal from a relationship standpoint. But it says, listening requires patience and self-discipline. Instead of reacting immediately or plotting your next step, you have to remain focused on what your counterpart is saying. Listening may not be the easiest thing to do, but... As the story of Intel still demonstrates, which is an example they gave earlier, mm-hmm. it can be enormously uh, valuable. It offers a window into the opponent's mind. It gives you a chance to engage him in a cooperative task that of understanding his problem, and it makes him more willing to listen to you. So basically, you get what you want, but you give to get, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was really dope, uh, and I'm gonna tell you how this actually ended up. Uh, turning out uh, for me and working out for us. But um, the last thing it says, it says, if your opponent is angry or upset, women, if your opponent is angry or upset, the best thing you can do is offer a full hearing of their grievance. Don't interrupt. Even if you feel they're wrong 
or they're insulting. All right, so, hey, read that part one more time for them. Don't. I don't think they heard you. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, what, uh, we, who, we, what the hell's going we, on here? I thought throwing these shots. No, we hitting everybody. We hitting everybody. So, so uh, don't interrupt. Even if you feel what they're saying is wrong or insulting, let them know you're listening by maintaining eye contact if you're in person, nodding occasionally if you're in person, and responding with uh-huh or I see um, or whatever deriv- derivative of that if you're like on the phone, uh, just so they know that you're listening. I'm, we're basically just trying to get y'all life skills, uh, listeners. But uh, when they wind down, ask quietly if there's anything more they would like to add. Encourage them to tell you everything. Now you can smooth this, swag this out a little bit, because I mean, I'm pretty sure this was written like three decades ago. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, when it says "ask quietly," is there anything more you you would like to add? I mean, I don't think you should probably say "add." Right. Yeah. <laughs> so swag that out a is little bit. Is there anything else you would like to add? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's condescending. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what? You damn right. I sure do. <laughs> Shit, I try to let you off easy. Now I'm for the really nah. <laughs> All right. Encourage them uh, to tell you everything that's bothering you, uh, bothering them by using such phrases as "yes, please go on," and then what happened or whatever. Yeah, this is trash. Listen, <laughs> it was good until that part. So um, it ends like this: uh, giving a full and respectful hearing can often be enough. To keep the person from trying to come back at you. And so this is how it ended up playing out on my situation. Okay. So me and this person, we've had some problems for a couple months now. And I gave them the business about two weeks ago. They got upset. They didn't want to talk to me. Well, that generally happens when you get people to business. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's comp neg. It's 50-50. Half of it's my fault. Half of it's their fault. I held it in, so I had plenty of I had plenty of ammunition to give them. Like I mean, I had points like out the ass. I had points I didn't even make. So, like, so the thing is, God has everything happen for a reason. I called that person in the morning. They don't pick up. I go to work. I get some personal development. It makes me pump the brakes. And I say, you know what? Maybe instead of going at them, I should try to hear them out from their side. And what ended up happening was when we ended up talking on the phone, I asked them, hey, what are your thoughts on this? What, where, where are you coming from? Where's your head at? Like, why, why, are you, why do you feel the way that you do? Yeah. And they started to explain it to me. And the more they explained it to me, the more respect I had for them because I started to understand their point of view. And mm. so rather than destroy them, just trying to make my point, we ended up apologizing to each other because I could have delivered that message a little better. A little? A lot better. I mean, <laughs> on the content or the, on, on, the, delivery. on the... On the delivery. Oh, only on the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have polished it up a little bit, but I mean, when you when you just tired of making the same point because niggas ain't listening to you or acknowledging that you're saying this shit, <laughs> and you, what, what was it called? The the conversation of the deaf or whatever. Oh, the book. Nays going back like, and forth. The dialogue of the deaf. Like, yeah, we just going back and forth. And I'm like, no, nigga, I'm tired of saying this shit. Like, nigga, timestamp. I can show you where you said this. <laughs> Stop talking to me. <laughs> but, 
Oh man, that's not the point. <laughs> oh, wow. um, but we we had, we got a lot out of that conversation, and we maintained the the relationship. And in a roundabout way, what initially started off as a problem between me and them actually showed there was a different problem that I didn't even know about because I was cool headed enough. I calmed down, and we ended up edifying and encouraging each other to continue doing what we were doing. So mm. yeah, it, it's. It's just amazing how sometimes stopping and uh, thinking about how you're going to not necessarily attack a situation, but how you're going to engage a situation that could get hectic or problematic quickly. Right. Can change the dynamic. Because I just knew, I just knew we were, we were done. I was, I was ready to fire off on this person. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, you know what? We tripping. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Now I got something for somebody else though. <clears throat> See, okay. just, hey, hey, conversation to death. Remember, listen to their point of view. I heard. Respond back. Yeah, I heard. I'm there gonna respond. Remember, remember, <laughs> remember the walls you were just talking about? How you gotta bring the walls you gotta down? Bring the wall down. I'm gonna bring the wall down. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna bring the wall down. <laughs> <laughs> Grenade launcher. <laughs> Bazooka. <laughs> Boom. Heat seeking missile. It's, it's gonna hit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Wow! Oh man! You know, I was I've been, jokes, baby. I've been thinking about something. I like, should, and we could probably edit this part out to be honest. But should we? Oh no, we're not. Should we be plugging our our, our camera guy because we ain't got no we ain't got no video footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> nah, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, cause cause my man my man does do us a solid. We appreciate him. Uh, shout out to Tony Montana. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Lifestyle Productions. Yes, LSP. Our video guy, man, doing some great stuff for us. Um, you know, Lifestyle Productions <laughs> is L-Y-F-E <laughs> Productions with an S at the end of it. You can find them on Instagram. That's, like I, like I said, Lifestyle Productions. Yes, L-Y-F-E Productions with an S on IG. Shout out to the plug. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. That was what's up. What you mean? You, re- you remember that? Yeah, oh. no, I completely forgot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Good soul. Yeah, I mean, I try to be sometimes. All right. So All right. before we go and jump off this subject, because I do think it is one that we do need to go and talk about. Not only is it great for diffusing arguments and having those different conversations with people, it, like Red said, it's a good life skill to have, especially if you work in a customer service environment. This Ooh, is boy. all your job is. People are not going to see, you know, your company's point of view. Oh, no. Uh, like, my last job, I worked uh, at health insurance when, well, it was right before the Affordable Health Care Act came in effect. Everybody's mad about premium. Why does my stuff cost so much? Right. And people get tired of hearing, you know, hey, it's expensive going to hospitals. So, you have to have those difficult conversations. Like, hey, I understand where you're coming from. And- Address that you know. Hey, I hear you, and what's again? Try to go ahead and move the conversation forward. Right. So for those people who are in the customer service field, whether it's uh, you know sales, service, or you know whatever the case may be, this mm-hmm. is a great skill set that you can work on to make your job and make your life easier. Because like we said from the original quote, these are your problems you have to grow from. Oh, tailor made, baby. Good tie-in. Good tie-in. Straight up. Straight up. And I was just going, I mean, you talking about the professional, so I'll talk about the personal. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Just from my, look, this nigga eyeballs. He was like, <laughs> see, you could you could have dropped some on somebody mean? else. <laughs> <laughs> Another grenade going yeah, up for real. Who you, who you sending this one to? Nah, no, nah, I'm just saying, like for 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 my fellas and my ladies that are listening, um, when you are you know having conversations with your spouse, like that's a oh, good yes. way to to heal that relationship or that friction a lot faster. Like just taking that tips, like that tip is basically pause. Taking that tip. Because <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Yo. I missed that one. That boy good. Now listen. Um, no, nah, but <laughs> I can't focus no more. <laughs> that pause messed me up. But no, uh, real talk. I'm going to get it. All right. Pause. I'm going to get it. <laughs> so from a relationship standpoint, though, like, you know, you ever uh, get mad at your spouse, your girl, um, you know, for the female listeners, their man, um, and y'all just ain't really trying to hear it. And that and that's really a great a great tip to to strengthen your relationship and actually get some communication going because that's usually the one thing that that breaks people apart is they don't talk. Yep. So you know, sure right about that one. Mm-hmm. So in speak between the lines, you know, we give you life tips now. We ain't just talking about you know money bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, not saying money's bullshit, but we don't we don't want to we ain't fluffing. We do do some bullshit though. We do a lot. Yeah, we yeah, do talk some bullshit. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, yeah man. We here for the bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it stinks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can move on. Yeah, I just keep saying, yeah. When you said, you said, you said relationships, like, yeah, man. You, if oh, you, so if you, you gonna go to, say? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if you can, if you get to the point to where, like, you and your spouse can talk about stuff, especially like really bothering stuff, mm. like, not, I'm not talking about like surface level. I'm talking about like stuff that's like really. Like deep that may even hurt the other person's feeling, but it's something that you had to get across. Like if y'all can get to that point to where y'all can just like talk and understand each other's perspective, like that life will go somewhere smoother. All right, so I got a homeboy that's dealing with this. Let me ask you, because uh, you said conversations that can that can hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So this nigga talk came up to me. He was talking about how uh, he'd been in a relationship with his girl for like a year or something like that, and he not feeling her sex game. I don't know if you. I don't know if that conversation gonna work. I don't know if that strategy we gave gonna work on that. Why wouldn't it? Well, how you go? Okay, give, pitch it to me. I mean, now you don't go and tell your spouse <laughs> they sex game just weak. They'll game poochies. Nah, I mean poochies. Me, so let me. Ask, that's your partner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a guy. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this: If if his oh no, if this was if this was if it was, was a homegirl, this is. Yeah, that's an easy conversation. No, nah, but I'm talking about if it was his girl yeah. and his sex game was weak or whatever, would she not tell him? Yeah, but that's an easier conversation to have. Well, that's I think it's easier for I think it's easier for a woman to tell a man that the sex game is whack versus a man tell the woman. But I mean, regardless of what's easier or not, I mean, I think both it's, parties should be able to do I've it. I've never been told that, so I, I'm assuming that, I mean, that I had, I had it has to be easier. I mean, that that's a that's a hard pill to swallow either way. Cause like that's a sense of pride for both male and female. You know? I don't know. I know. I know some dudes, dog. They don't give a fuck. They man, just be like, man, I'm just here for mine. For real. As long as they get days off. That's why I think it's easier. But what you're talking about, but what you're talking about though is, well, what you just said is just some some toss up. Like, okay, well, I'm going to just get mine off, right? Yeah, you're talking yeah. about people who are in actually relationships. Okay, facts. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's like that's one of those things. Especially like if it's your spouse, y'all should. Theoretically, be able to talk about anything. Yeah. Facts. You facts. know what I'm saying? Especially if it's something to deal with y'all relationship. I mean, 
I don't I mean you talk about finances, everything, I don't think sex should be any different. Yeah. Not saying that it's not a hard, harder conversation because it can be, especially if a man's prize in a way. Like, if I wouldn't do some shit right, nigga, <laughs> I ain't gonna say it would hurt, but I would rather her tell me and me try to fix it versus going out and try to find it elsewhere. Yeah, or something. yeah we could do yeah. it right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Facts. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's probably this way. It's like, well, start with, what well, my advice to that is start with what's good. And then, no, no, that and then he got that from work. And then use the sandwich. That's the Oreo. And then work on steps to improvement. The part that's not as good. Yeah, but then ended with something positive. I sleep real good afterwards. Like you know what, your pump game is good. When when you give me head, it ain't all that. But you know what, you last a long time. So, <laughs> like you look good in the dress, but when it come off, <laughs> it don't be going on. Yeah, y'all, y'all wild. Oh man, but just a, I want to, I want to hear what he say when he hear this shit. This man, gonna be funny. But <laughs> to, to tie, I guess to tie back in, nah, like you should be with your spouse. Like that's one person you should be able to talk to any and everything about. So yeah, I don't think sex, sex should be any different. One hundred. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. How do, how do we spin off on sex? Um, you said something about um, having hard conversations that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was something they may hurt the other person. They might hurt yeah. the other person. That's what, and, mm-hmm. and I thought about him because he that's the thing. He don't want to have a conversation with her because he like, yo... I mean, I don't know how to deliver that message. Like, that would be a problem. Because I, I would think women already feel a certain Insecure. type of way. Yeah, yeah, because it's more women than men. Man, it, it just and then you got all the thoughts out point. here. So mm. it's that's why I'm assuming it has to be harder for that's a, a guy point. to that's tell a, a, good a woman. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. That's a good point. Ah, uh, man, you might, a good point. Now you might well just shut up. <laughs> just, man, I, I don't know how you gonna get out of this. Yeah. One. Nah, I mean, I, I don't know what he gonna do. Oh, you talking about me? <laughs> no, it's about him. Oh, that's not just waiting for me to give hey, an argument. Someone want to tell us? No, no, no. Um. Nah, man, but you have to say something. I mean, honest, like one, I mean, you should just definitely just be building your girl up as much as you can, you know. Yeah, like a builder bear. Right. Yeah, like a builder bear. <laughs> but I mean, so what? You just you don't have that conversation and just keep having bad sex. I guess that's what he's gonna do. I mean, kudos. I shout out him for making it a year. That's a good point. Yeah, shout out. I can't say your name, but shout out. <laughs> oh, they, they've been together for a year. Yeah, they've been out for a year. So he's been having bad sex for a year. I guess I didn't ask him when it started. <laughs> cause that that's the thing too. Like, cause it can start good and y'all can get used to each other. They can get they can get lazy. Yeah. If you turn to the position before you turn them, you like, wow. like, damn, how, like how you knew I was done? How you knew I was uh, done? Oh, I knew. Fifteen <laughs> <laughs> you popped me on the ass one time, that's it. Damn, Jay. <laughs> that was oddly specific. <laughs> like, Very was, specific. That nigga. <laughs> Man, I don't know how we got on that. <laughs> That's a hard conversation. To well, have, bro, if he doesn't want to have it, just tell him listen to this episode. I, I don't know if we gonna help him. <laughs> well, well hey, have, his girl, know. have his girl listen to this episode. Yeah. She'll know something's wrong. Yeah, fan of the show. Right <laughs> <on>. <laughs> oh man, all right, I, I got my jokes off. That's funny. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, was there was there one thing you wanted to touch on? Nah, I mean, I, I got I got most of the stuff I wanted off. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> he beat me to it. He beat me to it. Bet. So we're going to roll to catch that beat? Sure. Okay. All right. Cool. Because I thought he was going to do the tax thing. So I guess you're not going to do that.
I mean, what the niggas? All right. No, so, you don't have to. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, because I mean, we yo taxes is coming out, so I mean, right, I so, thought it was important, but so, I guess I'm just, not. I'm just looking at the outline. I didn't know. You know, I mean, he was looking to catch that beat, or people want to say something else. No, I mean, all right. We but if you don't want to, you don't no, have no, no. To. We can do it. We can do it. I, I hate teasing shit and not paying it off. Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <All> right. <laughs> What's going on today? No, so uh, tax season is upon us, right? Mm-hmm. And so. This is probably one of the most important uh, times in your financial life, right? And it happens once a year. And I have no notes on this. I'm not, I'm just talking, right? I have a problem when I see people ball out on tax season and they broke the other 11 months of the year. Mm. Or they asking for a handout the other 11 months of the year. Yeah. That seems a little off to me. Yeah. But for like 14 days, it's like money phones, making it rain online. Yeah. Text messages blowing up. Yo, you, yo, man, you want to go to Top Golf? Nigga, you ain't asked me to go to Top Golf for a year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo, dog, I'm trying to hit that casino up in Oklahoma, dog. You know what I'm saying? Got the tech season. Right. Why you sound like 50 cents? Got the tech season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tell me to get back. Now listen. Um I just think I think when tax season hits us though, we like in all seriousness, no more jokes. Um we do gotta get ready for that. And I kinda have a different philosophy on tax season, not surprising. Yeah, tell what else do we have philosophy on? Yeah. But um <laughs> we got credit, uh, yeah. we got financing, now we got taxes. Go yeah. ahead. Well, no, nah, because <laughs> nah, here, here's the thing with, with tax season, right? So taxes is basically the government is giving you money back uh, that you overpaid. Yes? Well, hopefully you get something back. You may not, you know, you may owe. Well, see, I think I'm a little different. I don't necessarily want a t- uh, any money back from the government. You'd rather owe? No, I'd rather you rather just, get your money throughout the year. Yeah, I'd rather just call it a spade. Yeah, I have no absolute agree. I, 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 I rather have so I don't want to get a check back from the government. I feel like if I'm getting a check back from the government, that means I basically paid them to hold money that I got no interest on, and they just said, "Oh, here you go." But they got the interest on it. Oh. They they came up on my money, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, like what's what's a normal tax return? You think for some people, like a couple of G's." I don't yeah. know. I mean, if you have yeah. kids, I mean, I don't yeah, know. I, don't, I don't know. So, say it's a couple of G's. So, all right, cool. Uh, I'm the government. You pay your taxes all year. You've been overpaying. I owe you two G's. Now, I done invested your money and now I came up on six G's. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep my fault. I'm going to give you your two. Yeah, that's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the hustle. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I do have a little bit different philosophy on that. Like, I'm not really down for the whole, I'm just going to give, give, all my money to them, but I'd rather not owe. I don't want to. I'm not saying you should owe, but you know, better to for me, better as close to, to zero as possible. Yeah, better goal. better to owe and have more money throughout the year to pay off my debts or save my money or invest in what I want than to be like, oh yeah, I got four G's, four stacks coming back, but I'm broke all year long because I got no money to pay off no debt, which keeps me broker. Hmm. All right, so I'm gonna give the other side of that. Shoot, not not necessarily that I agree with it, or I believe that this is something people should live by. But let's be realistic; some people do. So let's say the average return is two thousand. So over a year, 
that's about $166 before taxes. So realistically closer to $100. If people can't manage what they have, it would be better for them to get a lump sum that they could pay stuff off if they're not going to take the extra $100 and put it towards something productive? Mm, that's a good point. Hmm. Run it one more. So for some, for people who have issues managing money, yeah, and they're like, well, I'm going to get a $2,000 refund. I can pay something off or I can get something that I need. Right. Would it be better for that person who doesn't manage money throughout the year to get, let's say, if it's $2,000, about $166 before taxes, so let's just call it 100 120 after. Would it be better for them to get that money during the year and blow it versus to say that I know I have an issue with spending, I'm just going to give it to you, and then at the end of the year of tax comes, I can get something I need or I can pay something off? Mm. You want my honest answer or you just want me to shoot the shit? Uh, no, I mean, um, I, I want your honest answer, but also keep in mind that this isn't necessarily you. Right. This is somebody who knows themselves and they know they have issue. They with, know they have an issue with, with spending, spending if they have extra money. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yes, the yeah. easy answer is yes, change your mindset. No, I would I would roll with the government. Yeah, I, I like yeah, keeping a hundred. I would roll with the government. Like if I have a issue with spending money, yeah, I'm rolling with the government. As, go. as much as it pains me to say that, um. I, what's that saying? Um, if you don't discipline yourself, the world will discipline you. Yeah, right. I, I would, I would say the world would be the government in that point. Like, okay, well, I'm not good at saving, so because I haven't disciplined myself to not spend all I make, the government's going to discipline me by saying, "Here's your little couple pennies that yeah. I made all your all my bank on." Yeah, yeah. and I mean, some people they they can probably, I mean, to the other side of that, you know, some people can probably manage their money enough throughout the year. To where they don't need that one hundred and fifty or one hundred and sixty dollars, they would rather get it at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. I mean, to each his own. Because I know some people that they get money. I know some people that don't get money back. They owe at the end of the year. So I think it's to each his own with that one. That makes sense. Yeah, I just want to make sure I get both sides and. Reds ain't always just shitting on people all the time, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we established very early that shit is actually important for growth. Oh, we did. You gotta plant. You gotta put the shit on the seed. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, hey, sh- some, <laughs> hey, some shit coming for y'all people. I'm just saying. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just shitting on your seed. It's okay. You gonna grow. You gonna grow one way or the other, huh? Boy, that is too funny. That is too funny. <laughs> Let's catch that beat, man. Bet that, bet that. All right, so we got to catch that beat going on here. Rock, you have to topple the king, bro. We got the all R&B challenge coming on. You already know. This nigga Rez has won like two or three challenges back to back. Really? Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. And then the nigga wag like he don't know it. Because you beat me, and then you beat Rock, and then you beat me last week. Oh, that nigga winning. All right. You're doing all right. You're doing decent. (laughs) Anyway, so we got to catch that beat. We're going to give you all a beat. And guess the name. Yes, the artist. Okay, cool. All right, cool. First to three. First to three. Yeah. Wins. Of course, you know, we have overtime and all that stuff, too, in case y'all still want to play. Cool. All right, y'all ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. So really quick, uh, one more shout out to uh, Lifestyle Productions. Again, while, shout I out. My, while I get my shit in order and get my beats ready, I just want to give them a shout out real quick. L-Y-F-E, Productions with an S. Catch them out on IG. All right, y'all ready? Ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. First beat is this. Don't hear anything. 
Mm. I love I, this song. I'm trying to think of the artist. Another song. I love this song. Um, Trey songs. This is last time. Last time. Last time. <laughs> I was like, me time, last time. I was going for that Trey Songz. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Trey Songz last time. Trey Songz last time. Man, that video was fire, man. That video was That video was hot. hot. Man. I don't know why. That wasn't on BET Uncut. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. All right, y'all ready for this next one? Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. Here we go. This on you, J-Rock. Oh, shit, dog. Shit, I know the name. I'm waiting for that. What's it? You know I, this I don't is? know what this is. Oh, I, I, I mean, I know the name, but, I, but I'm, 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 I, the artist is what's getting me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to take the, the, this artist shit out of here. <laughs> well, no, you, you still get half a point for naming the song. Yeah, what's the name of the song? Stay, stay with me. Nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was nice. Drop. Yeah, I'm gonna just start naming R&B niggas because you know I don't know R&B. Casey, oh, Joe, okay. Oh, uh, nah. It wasn't Jaheen. It was a group. I give you that. Um, it was a group. It wasn't Jagged Edge. Drew uh, Hill. Oh. Uh, no, I went Drew Hill. I mean, I'm just damn. We, we y'all, niggas now. y'all, y'all missing one group, I think. Hold on. So the only the only groups are New Edition, Casey and JoJo, Boys and Men. Make Edition. Uh, Make Edition. That's a female group. I am just throwing out names. <laughs> Make Edition is a guy group. It's, it's group. Oh no, that was. Um, oh yeah, it was. Pretty, pretty brown eyes. Pretty yeah. brown eyes. Damn, I did fuck that. I don't know. No. Don't leave me. Is the name of the title. Don't leave me. Stay. Same thing. <laughs> Stay, you're staying. You ain't leaving. <laughs> Uh, Black Street. Oh, they oh, never got that shit. That's y'all forgot. That's y'all forgot. Damn. Y'all nigga must have forgot. Alright. I mean, I, I, I think they have one. Female listeners like it. They like this. A bunch of bums! They looking at us like this nigga trash. Alright, y'all ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. Rich, you gotta I, no, I know this song, but I, I can almost see the video. It's in the recess of my mind. I just needed to work. I needed an excuse to say recess. I've been trying to get that out for, <laughs> <laughs> for like two weeks. No? You know this is right? Nah, Return of the Man. Return of the Man. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac, uh, yes. Return of the Mac. Um, fudge. I feel like I seen that. <laughs> no, it, it, was on a, it was on a soundtrack, wasn't it? I heard this on a soundtrack. Um, I got Return of the Mac. That's all I got. I got you. <laughs> it was uh, Mark Morris. Oh, I never would have got that. Okay. Yeah, I would never. So what's count? I want to say it's. Uh, we got the split. Yeah, we, we split the first couple. Yeah. Okay. Are ready for this next one? Yeah, yeah. go for it. Oh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir, <laughs> I got I you, hey, Lil Kiki, 
Agi Lucky. Project Pat. Oh, Pat Pat. Pat Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Agi Lucky. Yeah. Because he was there. Hold on. Yeah. I'm so told in the game. Southside. Let's go to click main. Somebody oh, catch me. I like that. Somebody act like I ain't got it. <laughs> Are you ready for this next yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a yeah. <laughs> it's Diddy and Mace. It's Mace. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm coming out. You know what's now, weird? When I was there, who was? Tell me who. Yeah. I, I don't know him. You, you, you right there. Yeah, you really was right there. You know what's crazy about this video, though? I used to think they were saying, I'm coming out. And so I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are they saying? I'm coming out. Oh, that's what they're saying? Yeah, I'm coming out. This is a sample. Oh, I thought she was saying, I'm coming. I thought it said, I'm coming home or I'm coming out. I can never distinguish it. Yeah, I'm coming out. Oh, pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, song title? Anyone? Yeah, I ain't got the song title. Oh, more money, more problems. I'm there tripping. There you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's game, man. Let's see, we had last time with Trey Songs, and that was one. We got I'm coming. Oh, more money, more problems. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you see, I'll change me. that. <laughs> so that was two. Don't leave me I missed that one. Yeah. I got return to Matt. So two and a half. So keep going. Yeah, I know. You yeah, yeah, yeah. How many you got? I got a whole bunch. Okay, let's go. Oh, shoot. Rocket. Okay. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was in Florida when this nigga dropped this shit, dog. T Pain. Hey, snap your fingers. Do your step. She can do it all by herself. Baby girl, what's your name? We can't hit no notes in this bitch. Oh my gosh. Sing like we Buy your drink. Buy, Buy your drink. drink. Like, are you not are you not even guessing? You just jamming. I'm just jamming. Like, <laughs> like, I, I'm getting up like, hey, boy. Yeah, that, that's the best couple when you don't know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> jamming. He's so good. I'm just jamming. Yeah. <laughs> What's crazy is like, nigga, I was in Tallahassee when that shit first dropped. When he first dropped that shit, yeah. like, that was crazy. Yeah, because he had a hell of a mixtape run while he was in high school. Um, that nigga was one in Tallahassee. Did y'all go to high school together? No, no, no. I was in college already. I had already oh, graduated. But oh, uh, he would be performing at like the FAMU uh, campus. Yeah. And yeah, that mixtapes. That whole Damn. that first album was a mixtape for Damn. the most part. Oh, that's what's up. That's crazy. That nigga was way ahead of his time. Uh, he was that's sick. What else we got? All right, so I got some more. Yeah, we just shooting shits now. Bonus round. All right. Y'all ready? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you the suit? You know who it is? Come on! Hey, hey, hey! Mini man! You know me? Fifty nigga! Yeah, G unit! 
What the hell was hey, that? Yeah, that was actually that 50 Cent loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga. Oh, 50 man. Cent. Yeah, for real. Nigga. That nigga was wild, dog. Alright, y'all ready for this next yeah. one? Yo, we gotta get in sync on our when we sing these songs, though, dog. We sound trash. That was terrible. It was. Hey, it was. You can start singing too, nigga. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Alright, y'all ready? He, he had me on that 25 lighters. Yeah. <laughs> he wanna do South shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go, here we go. Oh, we fucked up. This on you, Jay. I feel like I should know this. Oh. Oh my God, I know this. Oh my God, I know this. I know the song, but like, what the? Man. I used to run from this song. You should have came on in the club and I knew not to be around. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What Boy, is this shit? Jaquan Hood Hop. Hood Hop, that's man. it. Oh, my nigga Jaquan, dog. What happened to that nigga? Man, what happened to that boy? Yeah. Damn, I was, in, I was in Tallahassee when that nigga dropped that Boy, shit. You just lived in Tallahassee, huh? Nah, Florida was popping, dog. All right, I got one more. All right, one more. Ready? Ready. Hey. Hey, sample that shit. <laughs> sample that shit, ho. You don't know the Jay? I'm gonna give this one to you, Jay. No, I don't fuck with Jay. No, it's not Jay. It's, not Jay. it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a Jay sample. I'm a hustler. Good, good try, I'm a, I'm a hustler, <laughs> homie. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Nigga, ask. Nigga, nigga, ask about me. Nigga, ask. Nigga, nigga, ask about me. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Cassidy, dog. Huh? I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler, homie. Cassidy was that nigga. The problem? Yo, that nigga first album was so fire. What was that? Real talk? Yeah, yeah. No, no, Real Talk was fabulous. Uh he had a song on there called Real Talk. That's what it was. J Rock, bro. Yeah, you got hey, body, bro. bro. What's up, and he started off nothing but RB, dog. I did. I had a lot of RB in the beginning. And then gave you home court that. advantage. Oh, hey, hey, you know. We don't. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you know what? Here's, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do y'all both a solid because y'all y'all I don't really need no struggle. solid. No, nah, y'all I don't need no solid. Nigga, you need a solid. I don't need a solid. <laughs> you need a solid, dog. <laughs> we had to incorporate a whole new rule just to give you guys a chance. Listen, uh, I'm gonna vacate the throne, man. And I'm gonna nah, 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 bring no, the music. No, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, you can you can bring the music. No, nah, it's okay. I'm gonna bring the music. I'm gonna let you two, you know, play amongst yourselves. Pause and. Um, that's Mike Sauce. When you guys, when you guys get your game up, then I will come back to the throne, bro. You, you not that cold. I'm about to like, say, you, I, you, I'm about to take that level of disrespect from you. Like I, I was rusty. J Rock, he was, he was jamming. He wasn't really trying to guess the songs and shit. You Is know that what, what I'm we're rolling with? He's yeah, yes, we're gonna roll with that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man, but yeah, if you want to bring the songs, you ain't brought the songs in a while. If you want to bring them next week, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring them next week, man. Give y'all two a chance to do something. Nah, not, 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 not a chance, nigga. No. We just want you to bring the beats next week. I, I got Niggas, <laughs> 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 I'm tired of going home download this shit. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Oh man. And we'll have our equipment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Should be better. Yeah. 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 Don't have a choice. For real. Or maybe a week out between episodes. 
<laughs> nah, nah. We we'll have equipment. Don't worry about it. Nah. Rental date is about to expire on this. Nigga, you late? You got that eviction note? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ain't no man. late fee. They just repossess your <laughs> shit. Yeah, just come get your shit. Like, damn. Nigga, <laughs> 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 just get the tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> you look outside like, God damn, they get my shit. <laughs> I ain't got no letters or nothing. They just they just hauling my shit off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Nigga, all you hear is beep, beep, yeah, beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit getting towed away, boy. <laughs> Oh man, with the hammer. Yeah. All right, we so. got anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we gotta get our own shit. We ain't got nothing else. <laughs> nigga, we starting fresh. Man, we gotta get all our own shit. Oh, we my starting God. fresh. Bro, our listeners probably like, what the hell are they What's talking going on? about? What are those? Oh man. <laughs> you know what, listeners? One day we might clue y'all in on this, dog, but you know, you gotta let things, you gotta let. Time heal shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, then you can let some shit really can't. Yeah, you got you got to let the ink dry and all that stuff before shit, you start that's, saying shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> you kind of gave him a sneak peek today, though. I didn't think he was gonna yeah, go that way. Kinda. But nigga, that was y'all. <laughs> nigga, that was you. <laughs> nigga, I was just reading. <laughs> nah, B. Nah, B. You nah. said something, and I was like, "Are we what? going? There? Yeah, we gonna go there? Oh shit, we gonna right. do it? Okay, let's go there." Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. No man, oh look, my look, God. look, man, it's all good. Like that, the it, thing, it, it's good now. <laughs> what the thing is, like, man, um, there was never any animosity, dog. It's just like, <clears throat> like these are jokes. No, okay, hold on. No, you know what? We're gonna do it, dog. And these niggas got excited. <laughs> I was like, "What's your one for the do? I'm gonna do this shit. We're gonna do it. Let's go. I did that. Michael Jackson eating popcorn in the movie there. Like, nigga, shit. What we finna talk about? Shit. Do we need to have an afterthoughts episode? Oh the show. Oh man, Rez reveals all. <laughs> oh my oh god. Oh my god. Oh man, that's funny. No, oh, y'all wilding out today. Y'all oh, wilding out. You see, we wild out every episode. Oh man. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. Uh, you know what? We're going to go out on a high note. We good. We good. <laughs> All right. King Gabe out of here. <laughs> J Rock. Yeah, Young Rez. Stick between the lines. We out of here. One, two, three.